Welcome to the Catch Up Roundtable. I'm your host, Shy. And I'm Marvin. And we're here in Houston, Texas at Rosalia, Maine with our live audience. I like the energy, I like the energy. Yeah, yeah, they looking good, feeling better. Mm. So here we talk about today's hottest topics, current events, lifestyle, entertainment, all the things relevant to our lives. So with today being October 1st, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you chose for us to wear pink today. We went to the Galleria last Saturday. I fell on the escalator, (laughs) you remember that? We, (laughs) there was an escalator that wasn't working in the mall and I was like, Marvin, get up, get out, get active. Recording him and I fell up the stairs, people laughing. I got that footage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. We're gonna put it on the, uh, insert it in the video. But yeah, we just wanted to celebrate Breast Cancer Awareness Month for all the women out there that have fought breast cancer, have made it through breast cancer, like my grandmother as a survivor. Um, I don't know where I would be without her. So I just wanted to give our proper, um, you know, kudos to all the women who are in the fight for breast cancer. So I'm gonna give it up one time for them. So, you do look nice, by the way, though. Thank you. Thank you. You do too. Fresh cut. I see you. Appreciate that. So. I know this show feels a little bit like a Chicago takeover. Yeah. We got a performer here from Chicago. from Chicago. We got a guest, a special guest host from Chicago. From Chicago. Our DJ tonight is from Chicago. Chicago. You from Chicago. from Chicago. I go by the name of Shy. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> so, so Houston tonight is showing love to Chicago. So we're gonna open the show with our performer. Um, he's all the way, like I mentioned, from Chicago, Illinois, born and raised. Representing the shy, he's premiering two songs tonight. He's doing the opening and the closing, so y'all gotta stay tuned at the beginning and the end. He's a singer, rapper, songwriter, and I'm gonna I'm have y'all turn up one time for Dom Q. Thank <laughs> you. 
Y'all give it up one time for Dom Q. Yeah. He brought the energy. He brought, he definitely brought the energy to kick off the show. So we're gonna bring our special guest on because I think I want her a part of all of the conversations, all of the energy that we bring in on the show that Dom just kicked us off with. We need that Chicago energy. We, we, we need, need some more Chicago energy. So coming to us live again from Chicago, she recently just moved to Houston, so she's gonna turn into a Houstonian over time. Okay, okay. The very beautiful and talented business coach. She's an author, a mm. best-selling uh, author. Okay. I saw that she did a TED Talk. I know that she's currently Miss Illinois, mm. and she's competing for Miss United States. Y'all welcome to the Catch Up Round Table, Chance Cessna! It's all about the energy. It's all about the energy. So, Marvin, I know we wanted to do something a little different on the show. Before we get into, like, who Chance is, why she's our special host, you wanted to do a minute with Marvin. You know, I thought it was dope because she's from Chicago, you know, the whole, you know, situation. So I'm like, you know, let me do something different this time. So I want to, you know, have a little one-on-one with Chance this time. So don't, let's do don't something. Don't get your minute with, minute with Marvin. Okay, so we're going to do a minute with Marvin. So Chance, okay, let's do it. I'm going to ask you some questions, you know, and just first thing that come to your head, just, you know, give me your responses, okay? All right. So, if you had the, uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? I would definitely uh, fly. Fly. Okay. Yeah, I need to just scoop down on people. You know, I need to see what's going on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what TV show, sitcom, TV member would you be if you had to categorize yourself? Sitcom. Does it have to be male or female? You know, I like Cedric the Entertainer. We worked together on a project, and okay. that was really fun. Okay. I love Cedric. Interesting. That's interesting. Okay. So, if you had to eat one food every day, what would it be? It would be uh, guacamole. guacamole. Like, you know, wow. your girl loves okay. guacamole. Okay. How can you not love I'm a guac person, too. I'm a guac person, too. Thing. Okay. <laughs> what color is your toothbrush? It's pink. pink. It's actually pink because I just bought a new one. They oh, say you're supposed pink. to get a new one every, what, every couple, three three months? <laughs> Make sure you say the right number now. <laughs> they watch it. I do Okay. What's the nicest here. compliment you ever received? Wow, that I, I have a good heart. <laughs> What's something on your bucket list that you haven't achieved yet? I want to jump out of a plane. I did like the Let's baby skydiving indoors, okay. but I'm like, I need to like level up, you know, jump out of a real plane. So I want to go skydiving. Yeah, I'm good on a plane. I'm gonna let you do that. Uh, what is something that many people don't know about you that, you know, we can share that we can, you know, tell these people to get to know you? You know, I'm, I'm a ball player. I know how to play some basketball. Well, you basketball. know, don't sleep on your girl. Well, you, okay. know, you know, just a little bit. Little okay. Okay. What is your biggest addiction? Biggest addiction? Yeah. Oh, sweets. I'm really addicted to sweets, real bad. Like chocolates or like candy? I'm more like, like a Krispy Kreme donut kind of girl. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Your minute running out, bro. What celebrity you look like? I only got two more questions. What, what celebrity, celebrity, celebrity look like? I don't know, what's my celebrity look you like? You are a celebrity, so you look like you. I look like me. Don't say that, okay. <laughs> okay, what store do you shop at most? Um, I like to shop online, I, honestly. I love Amazon. You know, they, you know, with Amazon, the pandemic, yeah. Amazon's been Jeff coming through for your girl. Last question. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be that you leave behind? I want to impact one billion lives uh, for, for, for change, for good, for transformation, and really impact my people, okay. you know, as a black woman and as a black culture, you know, yeah. impact. That's okay. dope. That's yeah. dope. Let's okay. give it up for Chance. I like that minute with Martin. Yeah, yeah. That was, but it, 
but it was really like three minutes with Marvin. We had to, we had to, inter like, we had to interact not... a little bit. So when we say a minute, you know what I'm saying? It's on black people time. Right, okay, so yeah. five minutes with yeah. Marvin, yeah. Black but it's a minute. Time, okay, cool, cool. So I, I know you talked a little bit about legacy leaving behind. So tell us a little bit about, about what you do, what brought you to Houston. I know I found you simply looking for hashtags online. So anybody wow. who's looking to be found, hashtags matter because yes. I found her searching hashtags. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah, so I actually recently um, got a place in Houston, moved to Houston, but I'm back and forth between Illinois, Chicago, and Houston, so I travel a lot. Okay. Uh, I am a business coach. I coach entrepreneurs into like really just getting to the next level when it comes to multiplying their income okay. and really giving back to my community. That's like so vital for me to be able to take everything that I've learned and teach it and give it back. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. And then you're also you're also into the the pageant life, the, the pageant world. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll be rooting for you in a couple of weeks. Um, while you compete for Miss United States, it's dope. Yeah, um, yes, thank you. Speaking of, speaking of the country, I know y'all watched the presidential debate this week. Yes. And I don't, I don't even know if we can call it like a presidential debate. We just basically saw two white men fight on TV. Like, yeah. A lot of people were saying it was like a reality show. <laughs> it, it kind of felt like me like, and, you know, like her Real Housewives. It, it felt of like the, of the White House. Of the White House. Like Real House Husbands of the White right, House. Right, right, right. Like, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think? So they said that they're uh, transitioning to, if you say something that, you know, that's kind of like derogatory, they're going to turn off your mic. Yes, yes. And so I think after that's- After you say it. After you say it. So I think that's dope because at that point you will give the other person a chance to say what they need to say without being interrupted. And I think that's good. But as a whole, you know, I just think it's, like you said, I think it's more so like a reality show. I don't take any of it serious. So at this point, I'm, I'm over it. It was, it was a hot mess to me. Yeah, I mean, the debate was definitely a very heated and controversial debate. And, yeah. you know, reading the news headlines, they're like, we're debating if, you know, if the rest of the debate should be canceled. Yeah. And then, of course, like you said, if the mic should be muted. Yeah. But on the other side of the fence, I was reading some other news articles saying that it was a fantastic debate. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Hmm. They said that was the best debate they saw in 25 years. Well, they really haven't seen <laughs> black people uh, talk about each other because that was essentially like a, a Jonas session or a ranking session, uh, wherever you're from, whatever yeah. the word is, but they was basically getting on each other. Like, yeah. I feel like Joe Biden probably should come back with some black content writers because <laughs> when he snapped on his son, I would have had so many jokes for Trump mm. on the hairpiece to the kids yeah. to the all the things, but they didn't really have the witty, you know, responses that they could have had to make it very entertaining. So it was kind of yeah. like, Ugh, this hurt. Like, yeah. why did we watch this? So the two things that sell is sex and controversy. So they like, you know, if we can get some type of sex, we can't. So it's got to be controversy. So yeah. the controversy sold. So that's what they're pushing right now, the controversy. So it did what they wanted it to do in regards to controversy. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I'm still going to, you know, when elections come, because everyone should be registered to vote, yeah. um, you have to make a decision. But my faith, honestly, isn't in either one of the candidates. Right. It's right. just really not. No. Like my faith is just God at this point because right. I mean, who goes to, I mean, what, what's really going to happen? And um, so like, that's where it is. And I just hope that, I just hope it get better, but we don't, we don't know. Right. Like we really don't know. 2020 is all of a joke. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like 2020 is all of right. a joke with 
everything the pan from the pandemic, pandemic to the presidential election to people losing their jobs to how you know the racial climate is right now it's just I, I have never heard of a year like what we have right now this feels like hunger games to me <laughs> really? like seriously hunger games like if anybody ever seen hunger games i feel like this is hunger games like they're just dropping dogs here saying go fetch those people <laughs> they placing whatever they want to place hurricane right there you know what it's, I'm saying? it's, it's just, the year of the entrepreneur yeah. like if you don't have a business or you don't have something yes. that you really can like hold on to and know that you're secure mm -hmm. or find new ways to elevate on your own then you're really in a bad spot and that's you know I feel like I need to try to make some career decisions based off of 2020 because yes. you know it's time yes and now it's time I think 2020 has forced a lot of people to have to rethink their whole life right when it comes yeah. to just their personal life their finances their career yeah. their jobs because I know I've been challenged so much this year and stretched so much but I really believe it's about your uh, your perspective yeah. right Life is all about your perspective. So this year you can see it as like a total waste or you can say, you know what, where's the opportunity, right, for me to take advantage of this, um, to start investing, to buy land, you know, yeah. because a lot of people are moving out of their houses and going into foreclosure. It's yeah. a lot of opportunity. So I'm looking at the opportunity and how can I use this for my advantage for my future and uh, run with it. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded Robinhood probably two years ago. <laughs> right. And I didn't yeah. even think to start like putting money in Robinhood until like two months ago. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, let me start trying to teach myself how to trade stocks or invest in stocks yeah. with the help of people around me who were already doing it. But at the same time, it's like now it's like get your money by any means necessary. And there's there is money to be made in some of these corporate sectors because yeah. they they got it. Now that Chance is here, I'm thinking about modeling. I've been thinking about running for like. <laughs> oh, you've been thinking about modeling? I've been thinking about modeling. <laughs> you can oh, tell you, got a, you got a fresh haircut and a fresh beard trim, and now you want to model? Yeah, okay, so, so who are you trying to model for? I'm trying to see what Calvin Klein trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they're hiring. I heard yeah. they're looking for models. Oh, are they? Okay, well, they need representation. Marvin right, we need diversity. Marvin yeah. on the runway. That's cool. <laughs> Shout out to Black Wall Street for producing the Catch Up Roundtable. It's such a blessing to be here with our special guest, Chan Cessna, and our live performer, Dom Q. Y'all know y'all got to keep it locked every Thursday that we drop a video. It's the Catch Up Roundtable. Hashtag Let's Catch Up. We'll keep in touch. All right, so we're back from the break. I feel like there's a lot of superstar power right here, right? Superstar power. Superstar power right I like here. That. So I had a I had a get together last Sunday. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of debates about different topics. Okay. And I don't know where I started just pulling up my phone and just typing because I'm like, damn, I do a show and I need some topics. And everybody was real heated over this one topic. What topic? So I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it to y'all because I know it's a it's a few people here that was at my house on that day. And, and we're gonna talk about this on the show because I feel like it was a great topic that led the entire night. Okay. If you were a superstar, superstar, you're LeBron, you're Russell Wilson. Okay. You playing in game seven championship. Okay. You playing in the Super Bowl. Okay. You get a call, God forbid anybody's parents passed away in here. You get a call that your parents passed away in a tragic car accident right before you step foot on the court on the field. Are you playing in the game? Chance, I'm gonna let are you go ahead. Are you, are you playing? No, we gonna go with Marvin. We gonna go first. with you now. We gonna go with Marvin from the streets because you giving us the perspective. You are LeBron. Okay. You're playing in championship game seven. You just learned that your parents, both of them, passed away in a car wreck right before you go to jump ball. 
Are you playing in the game or are you leaving? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm playing. Ooh. I'm playing. Okay. And I'm okay. Gonna give, me, you, give me your reasoning. I'm going to tell you why I'm playing. Like, I'm going to tell you why I'm playing. So listen, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you why I'm playing. If you don't play, what are the benefits of you not playing? It's no benefit of you not playing. You're going to be with your family, period. The funeral ain't you the day. The funeral, the funeral is not the day that they pass away. <laughs> the funeral is like a week away. You're not going to go to the funeral until like a week later. So if the, the situation happens the day of, I'm going to play and I'm going to understand like what that game means to me. So, you know, it's going to mean something you different play, to me. You're going to play with heart. I'm going to play. Game I'm a play. I'm mean, playing. Super Bowl. I'm Russell playing. Wilson. Yeah, I'm playing. So if it's playing? a Super Bowl and I'm Russell Wilson and I get like that devastating news before the game, I would have to put it into perspective because if I work my whole life, right, to to win this championship, I'm going to play the game and I'm going to play it with everything within me. I'm going to play it with all my might, all my spirit, because guess what? Death is going to call everybody's name. Death is, that's the only thing guaranteed in life. So, you know, when death calls your name, I mean, you still gonna be gone whether I come before the game or after the game, you know what I mean? And I love you and I, you know, it would really break my heart and I would process it after the game. But I would, I would play, I would play because the fans are waiting on me. This is what I've been working hard for. And my family would be betting on me to, to, to you know, take the game, win the game and, and do my best because I've, I've worked my whole life to get there. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think all of us agree on playing the game, but there was an there was an argument for at least what am I two three hours? Right. It might have been two or three hours. I almost wow. fell asleep during the <laughs> argument about why people wouldn't play. So I I really want because I, I hear in the background that they saying that I'm not telling it right. Whoever was there, what am I not telling right? One died, one made it. Your dad died, your mom made it. You playing the game, let's, let's, let's throw it out. You playing the game or you not playing the game? I'm, listen, regardless of the situation, you playing I'm the playing game. the game. Because you got an hour. So whatever's going to happen to your mom in an hour. I'm playing the game. Like at the end of the day, like, you don't, <laughs> I'm being honest. Listen. She's looking at me with this terrified look listen, on her face like. I'm being honest, listen. <laughs> My mom is in Georgia. Listen, my mom is in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like she had um, uh, a procedure. She had a procedure on her cervix. Okay. And she had cancer in her cervix. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like you can't be at every situation at every moment. So in that moment, if it's a situation like I'm going to play the game, the game is only a few hours after the hours. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna go see my mom. I'm gonna go check on her and make sure she's good. Given the new situation, Dad died, mom lived. Yeah, I would I would still You would still play the game! I would play the game. She from Chicago. Chicago people just got a lot of heart. We got a lot of heart. I mean, of course I would be devastated. Of course I would be absolutely devastated. But in life, you gotta think about it. In life, you're always gonna have problems. There's always going to be something that's going on. Are you gonna quit? Or are you gonna keep going? Yes, you know, so for me, I would think to just to play the game and then go check on my family afterward. But you know, God's timing is perfect. Like if it, if God set it up where I'm at a championship game, then like God knew what was gonna happen and I'm just gonna play the game and yeah. pray for the best. That's what's up. I mean, that's how I feel because 
but but I feel like we're kind of a different generation. Like we're a generation of achieving. So like given any circumstance, we're going to want our credentials. We're going to want to finish what we started and yes. then we will handle our business. Yeah. Like we, we always seem to handle our business. And at the end of the day, you know, love is love and family is family. And right. all of the things that happen around you are going to happen. But yeah. then you get your business done and then you handle your other business. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how we keep pushing. And I think that's that's a perfect segue into <laughs> our girl Meg. <laughs> our girl Meg and our boy Tori. Like this, this, this situation is a lot to me. Yeah. It's a lot. One because for the past what five months, the the social climate and the current events and the trending topic has been protect black women. Yeah, it's been protect black women, and a situation happened. I think a month, month and a half ago, where. It was it was perceived as, as if Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. Do you believe that? Missed all the bones and tendons, but <laughs> shot her in the foot. Do you believe that? I do. But after I saw the video this week, I believe it okay. because I saw her stepping outside of the Escalade, like and blood was every step she took. It was a splat of blood. Wow. I, and I know there's some great digital like effects that people can put right. on stuff, but this is like footage from a business. Like you can tell, like it's definitely angled and quality of a of a business camera right. outside. So I believe that he shot her. Okay. But I listened to the album too, and he's saying that he didn't. So what do y'all think? Chance on you. You know, when it comes to that whole situation, it is very controversial because you got so many different opinions and, and so much going on. But I honestly, I, I can't judge him. I can't judge Tory, but I, from the speculations, it appears that he did it. And if he did do it, I think that's kind of like a coward move. Yeah. I think that's pretty cowardly because it's, it's a certain way that I feel like a black man should handle a black woman. What if Tori, you, okay, so what, what if Megan, you know, Megan is kind of thick, right? Yeah. Megan thick and her hands yeah, might be a little yeah. thick. <laughs> Megan's thick. And I heard Tori's a little she guy. Tori, Tori's, Tori's a little guy, okay? Yeah. So what if Megan just really slapped it? Slapped him, like, like, made him, like, took his manhood. Right, right. But that's so still no excuse. That's still no excuse. Right, yeah, you ain't gonna shoot nobody. Like, you ain't gonna shoot nobody for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what you, th I mean, I see it's a lot of dudes that's posting Tory lyrics and Tory songs and Tory app. That means that they're essentially taking Tory's side subliminally. Right. So what, what do you feel about this? So this is my perspective. So a lot of people have been looking at it from a standpoint of, the Breonna Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Like right. saying that this is the day of her, you know, um, verdict. verdict or whatever. So I would think that from Tory's standpoint, he's like, it's a good publicity standpoint. So I'm gonna put it out on that day. So I don't see it as a negative so thing. So shoot a black woman so you can get ahead with publicity. I'm thinking that's, that's the reason why he put it out. But at the same time, it's like nowadays, like how are you gonna, the younger generation are just looking at things so differently. It's kind of yeah. hard to look at it from our standpoint, from an older generation. And I'm saying older in the sense of like, we're not born in the like late 90s, you know, early oh, 90s. 90s. No, I'm just saying early 90s, late 80s. Okay. Mm -hmm. like, and what we, time was that? We're a little bit different. Where, 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 where
Uh, I think we were a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the perception is a little bit different if you're born in the late 80s, early 90s. Like real early 90s, I like 1991. 90. See, 1991. Like we look at yeah, things but a little Tori bit differently. Yeah, is 90. Or, exactly. Or 90. Okay, so y'all shooting us? Why are you saying y'all? I was born in the 80s. <laughs> I was born in the 80s. It applies to you, bro. You only a couple years. Right. Okay, so this it's is my thing. This is my thing. So he knew that it would be a good marketing tactic. However, in the, in, the, in the midst of that being a good marketing tactic, he was appealing to a younger generation. So let me appeal to that younger generation so they can listen to what I'm doing. But at the same time, let me get my point across. So the point across is appealing to an older generation, mm -hmm. but the tactics, the tactics is, is to a younger generation. But you, but okay, so you drop an album about shooting a woman, shooting a black woman, Meg Thee Stallion, a, right. a celebrity, on the same day that we get the Breonna Taylor verdict, right. that there was, uh, right, right, right. So I understand it was his mom's birthday mm -hmm. and she died on this day. So he just saw value in that mm -hmm. day. But his publicity team obviously did not warn him of the implications because nobody else is thinking about his mom, right? Only him. So nobody on his, all, nobody on his team was like, hey. Mom. Right, but. you disregard somebody's mom dying? But, it, but if you're a public figure, you have to realize the things that no. the public feels about. Forget the public. So you drop an album about shooting a woman on the if day that. happened with your mom, everything else is Trump. Like, that's your About mom. you shooting a woman. But that's your mom. I wouldn't even put my mom on that same day. The thing is, that's I would put mom. my mom on a, another day. What, what like, how can you put somebody how to can show you, that I have respect no. for women? I don't want to drop this on the same day. How can you put your mom on? A, that's your mom. Nobody else feel the way you feel, feel about, about your, your mom. About your parent, but that's your mom. This is the other side of it. Is what like what I heard other people saying is that this year, just for artists in general, any type of musical artist, because of COVID nineteen, tours have been stopped, and a lot of them have not been making money as artists. That's fine. So. You know, a lot of artists are just looking for the best ways to get the most publicity to make well, up for what they lost during COVID. Well, I mean, Tor that's the conversation I heard, you but, know. But Tory said his money is not short as him. He said that if he stands on his wallet, we can see his thighs in heaven. A lot of people say <laughs> Oh, God. So if, if you telling us that if you stand on your wallet, we can see your thighs in heaven, and you talking about shooting a woman and you miss her and y'all thought you, you thought we was deeper than that for you to be lying, like all of that? A lot of people saying a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, we gotta we gotta stand on the facts. And if his mom, if if it's, if it's a situation really with his mom, yeah, we, we gonna go off of what his mom is and and what we know. But he pra he praised Kylie. He praised Kylie he in the album. He praised so he he chose to downgrade a black woman. He ch he he chose to talk about how he loved her, but he also praised Kylie in that. Right. And so now there's the highlight of the other woman. Everybody praised all of the Kardashians. But, but I think the bigger conversation is this, hmm. like why aren't black men protecting black women? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. Okay. We need the audience participation on that one. It's, it's, it's a responsibility, ultimately. Ultimately, ultimately it's a responsibility. So, you have to give us something to respect in order to be respected. If you don't give us something to respect, then there's nothing to be respected. No, okay, well give us an example. What do you mean a woman has to give you something to respect? Like, because I mean, we have your children, 
Did we raise your kids? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll give us some examples. Because then, now, shoot her in the foot. So wet ass what? Because she's not to be respected. So wet ass what? I'm not saying that on it's TV. It's explicit. Because this is, it's explicit. All right, so look. So if you give us a situation where you say, uh, this thing is free or it's available and you just put it out there like they're gonna treat you as such So you got to treat that thing like it's a and not just that but you got to treat yourself But what happened to men being initiators of leadership and respect? Right, no matter how the woman's acting. Exactly. It's a, this is a new generation. No, it's not a new this generation. A, this generation. This generation is but you got to This generation of men doesn't even respect themselves this, this generation of men don't even respect themselves enough to even even deem themselves respectable by a woman. When we say this generation, what does that consist of? What What is this we, generation? We're talking about millennials. Okay, millennials. millennials. I'm not a millennial. You, so yes, you are. No, How I'm old not, are you? I'm not a millennial. <laughs> are you 34 or above? Yeah. Mm. She is. Wait, 36. But you're still mm. connected to the generation. You're a millennial. So, uh, you're a millennial. I'm not a millennial. Yes, you are. You got a millennial nah. spirit. Nah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm above a millennial. So with that being said, millennials look at things a little bit different than people that's not a millennial. So being that I'm not a millennial, yeah, we look at things a little bit differently. So, so you're saying if women don't respect themselves, we can't expect to be respected by a black man. Exactly. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh my you have to God. Yo, I am about to lose it here. That's exactly what I'm saying. No. How are you going? How, how do you expect no, to no, be? I do, I hold, do. On, hold 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 on. How do you expect to be respected when you don't respect yourself? I understand. I understand. I understand what you. I understand what you mean because there are multiple times that I feel like women are putting themselves out there to be disrespected. Let me give you an example. My, but, 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 let me finish. But I feel like if men had respect and control, one, they wouldn't even worry about the women who don't respect themselves. They would be non-factors. But because y'all don't even respect yourselves, the women who don't respect themselves are a factor for you. So just, until, until you determine what you want and what you need and what type of man you are as a leader, then you cannot expect a woman to not do what she's gonna do and you pay attention to her because if you're disrespecting her, that means that you gave her attention. That was in your, your path of, of intention. All right, so let me let me respond to that. Let me, let, let's clear that up. Let's so, clear it up. So for everybody here, let's, let's get an understanding. If a female disrespect herself, and what's disrespecting herself? Naked? All right, so I'm gonna give you a, a perfect person. example. What? Let's just say a female is, is stripping. I'm not, for anybody who strips here. Ooh, Lord. Let's just say a female stripping. I'm giving you an example. So let's just say a female stripping, right? Let's just, listen, let's just say a female stripping. If a female stripping, she's taking off all of her clothes. She doing what she doing. To make money. To make money. To feed her family. Because I, men come in there and pay for it. Okay. Don't 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 throw the, the extra no, in no, it. No, no, I mean, they wouldn't be stripping if they weren't paying for it. Next. Come on, keep going. How do you respect somebody who's taking off their clothes when when you know she's taking it off for everybody? Like how do you respect that? So it's like you have to have a certain level of respect for the person. So it's like if you're taking it off of money, it's like a certain level. But do you not feel like the women in the strip club that's dancing for you also feels like you are little? Because I've, I've had conversations with strippers before, right? I've had and, and strippers have been like, 
I would not talk to any man that's in the strip club mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I don't want a man that's in the strip club. Right. So, so you, they don't even respect you. No second that chance. No second that. <laughs> no, that's I'm, that's that. There, there's a double standard here because if you in the strip club looking for it and I'm in the strip club giving it and I know that you that type of guy, I had no longer have respect for you because you're controlled by what I'm showing you. Nah. And any woman can show you that. Nah, it's different because everybody coming in for different reasons. Different reasons to yeah. go on the strip club? You might come in there because your homie got a, a bachelor party. You might they come know in. the difference between a bachelor party guy and a guy that's a regular. They know. The, the bachelor party guy is married and he's scared. He like, ooh, no, bro, no. <laughs> the, the regular is like, ah, throw that ass. Throw that ass. Throw that ass. Spending money. Yeah. And you get no respect in the street. Right. They only want to take your money. They're rubbing your neck because they want to take your money. Mm. To be honest. I disagree. I disagree. You disagree. I disagree. That's cool. Okay, so I think my opinion is, you know, as a man, there's a responsibility that men should have to be leaders and men that can cover you know, they're women, especially if you're like in a relationship, there's a responsibility there. And I feel like we live in a generation of men that want to abandon responsibility to really kind of step up and lead sure. and cover like the woman that they're supposed to be with. But it's a lot of women that's stepping up to the plate to hold that responsibility too. You got a lot of women that's showing up to be far more respectful, far more presentable, mm -hmm. far more um, appropriate and then that's kind of changing the dynamic of what a man is. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're a real man, you really got to show yourself. At the end of the day, you got to show yourself as a real So as what a, I'm going to say is, listen, boy. listen, what I'm going to say is, I agree with what y'all saying. At the same time, it's stipulations to it. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. So we, we caught up about it on the catch-up round table. And I think that it's about time for us to wrap up our time. But I think it's been a great show. It's I been think a we've had I think we've had a <laughs> lot of uh, great opinions. I think we had a lot of audience participation. And I think we're gonna close out with Dom Q doing his last performance for goals because I know I got some goals that I wanna accomplish. I got some goals. You got some goals. You got some goals. Absolutely. You got a lot of goals. A lot of I got a lot. I got five hundred goals specifically. I got a notebook. Five hundred? I got a notebook filled with five hundred goals. Are they big goals or little goals? All types of goals. And all my followers I they're on this five hundred goal challenge. We are in the last quarter of this year. Like if y'all think about it, we in the last quarter. So we have three months. This, this is the last quarter. Damn, we got October, November, December. Last three months of this year. Hey, shout out to the teachers that that yeah. tried to make it through this. This, yeah, like the te the teachers. Like I got friends that teachers, and I could not imagine yeah. virtual teaching right now. Oh my God. Like I, I really, I, I show love to them because I, I just have a very different respect or love for kids. For sure. Like yeah. for the next generation, because I know they're gonna be the ones that's kind of spearheading everything when I'm old. See now, can't even think about what's happening. And the teachers right now are making such a difference. And to think about people our age being teachers and having to do it virtually and deal with all the parents that's incompetent right. on a day-to-day -day basis right. when they don't usually have to do that, it's crazy to me. I really want to thank the audience, the live audience here tonight. Y'all have been amazing.
to close out the show, thank you so much, Chan Cessna, for joining us. Thank Marvin, you. Thank you, you for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anytime. You hold it down every time, Marvin. Always. You know I rock with you. Always. Um, but I want to leave you all with this. Make sure you protect your mental health, mental your health. physical health, and always be true because that's going to be the best thing about you. Mm -hmm. To close out the show, we got Dom Q performing goals because we all got them. Y'all make some noise for Dom Q. Goals, goals, tell me now what is your goals? Baby, I came from the jungle, out of the concrete road. So goals, goals, before we kick it, what's your goals? I'm getting it out of the sewer, I'm working, I'm turning my nothings to goals. So it's goals, goals, tell me now what is your goals? Nigga, I came from the jungle, out of the concrete road. So goals, goals, before we kick it, what's your goals? I'm getting it out of the soil.